You're listening to Got Tech, the podcast with your hosts, Eric Geis and Nick Johnson. Welcome back to Got Tech, the podcast. This is episode 76 called 12 EdTech Phone Apps and Web-Based Tools. In this episode, we will go over 12 tools that are new to us and for the most part, new to everyone else too. We've broken down these recently launched tools into some categories like team collaboration, creativity, productivity, and distance gaming. This is another episode you don't want to miss. Check it out. All right, so we're back for episode number 76. I'm very excited about this one for a couple different reasons. First off, Nick, you're back. Welcome back, buddy. Yeah, we always used to call this getting the band back together. The first time all, all the guys would get back together after a while of not hanging out. It kind of feels the same way because I missed the last episode and it means it's been a month since we've recorded together. So it is exciting and it does feel great to be back behind the mic. So do you want to share with everyone why why uh, you were away for, it seems like a long time because you and I are <laughs> hang out like every day. Right. I know. It's it's like you lose track when because we do kind of check in and talk almost every day, either about teaching or the podcast or any of the other thousand things we do. But um, yeah, it's been a while because I just had a kid on my first, uh, you know, my wife and I had our first child. Uh, Sylvia Fern is her name. So we've got a daughter. Uh, and I know, guys, you know how strange this is, but suddenly your household has a new human in it and you're trying to like totally rearrange your life and figure out how things work now. So it's, you know, it's super exciting, super weird, but it's awesome. And it's been a, it's been a wild ride. So that's, that's why I couldn't make the last episode. I tried really hard to get on there too, but I was literally on the way upstairs in my house to record and I got pulled aside. So guys was sort of thrown in the mix to record by himself. But uh, now I'm back ready to ready to rock it for 2021. That's awesome. Congratulations on the kid. Welcome Thank to you. No Sleep Land. Yeah, uh, dude. I know that uh, I always said that, you know, sleeping's overrated. You're going to see why now. Uh, actually, maybe it's underrated, depending on the way that you look at it. You're going to get less sleep, but you'll learn how to cope with that. Let's do some of the first episode of the year stuff that we typically do in years past, but I kind of skipped over them because it just didn't feel right not to do it when you were around. So uh, a lot of people out there, they choose one word to kind of represent their resolution. Do you have one of those one words that that you're going to throw out there this year to kind of just stick to? Yeah, I do. And, and I didn't even know about this until uh, we were sort of prepping for today's show. But for me, the word is uh, streamlining. I feel like I've kind of got things all over the place, both in my classes and, you know, as the years goes on teaching your, your resources, they kind of get jumbled together. I was very organized for a long time and it's sort of gotten away from me. So I'm really starting to, I want to like hone in again and, and reorganize that stuff and streamline. And I'm going to try and carry that to, you know, my, my life as well with a, with our, our kid now that's home and, um, you know, some changes we're making to got tech and some other projects too. For me, it's streamlining, man. What's, uh, what's yours? Do you have a word picked out? See, I would pick the word organize, but you know that I'd fail after a couple of days <laughs> on that. And I don't want to set myself up to fail. So I'm just going to say, uh, I'm, I'm going to just say healthy. And I don't mean that in the terms of exercising or diet, but I just mean in the, the greater sense of the word, uh, I need to get to myself to a place where I feel great again. 
And uh, I think this all started back in, in March. I felt myself in the basement a lot working with teachers and things like that. But I'm going to make a conscious effort to take some time out of my day and just enjoy what is around me, whether it's going on a walk, listening to a podcast, just refreshing. But um, yeah, that's that's going to be my my word for the year. It's just going to be healthy. And I can kind of kick this off a little bit with uh, I, I joined uh, Tim Cavey. He's the uh, teacher on Fire podcast host. I joined his 10,000 push-up challenge, so 10,000 push-ups in the year. I, th- I felt like that challenge was right up my alley. That's something that you could do at any point of your day. In fact, I find myself doing it at the most weirdest times. You know, I'll hear the bell ring. There's no one in school, so wherever it's at, I'm, I'm dropping down and giving them 30 right there. So I count it towards my total, but I'm doing a, I'm doing a push-up challenge. I'm, I'm very happy about that. It's very satisfying to see uh, the data throughout the day. That's pretty cool. I might have to start doing that too. Maybe every time, I don't know, maybe every time Sylvia starts to cry, I'll get down and do some push-ups as well. Although I would probably never stop doing push-ups if I make that my my guideline because it's kind of... <laughs> you, you'd be jacked. You'd be like a little pocket Hercules. Uh, yeah. You know, your shirts aren't going to fit and that's going to be a lot of money. All right. So that's, you know, I'm streamlining. Geist is getting healthy. That's some good, some good stuff for the new year. Let's wrap it up talking about some of our goals. What's new for 2021. I mean, we're coming up on, on three years uh, as a, as a podcast, which is, you know, pretty, pretty awesome for us. And I know that, that we do have some stuff on the horizon. We're trying to uh, change things up a little bit as far as the podcast goes for 2021. Guys, I don't know if you want to walk people through some of those things. Is this the time to share just a little bit about what they can expect? Yeah, I mean, we we talked about rebranding the podcast a little bit and getting new images in there. So I think uh, that might be something that we we do for 2021. And and of course, we could always mention that our YouTube channel is growing. I think uh, We've pretty much did one video a week per person uh, since the beginning of school up until about when your daughter was born. And we took a little hiatus, but we're going to get back into it probably starting next week. And uh, we'll continue to grow that YouTube channel. Yep, that's right. So make sure to stay tuned for our next segment where we're going to get into some of the uh, web-based and phone app ed tech tools we put together. These are all new launches. I'm super excited. We'll be back in a little bit. You can follow Got Teched outside the podcast at gottech.com or on Twitter at We Got Teched. All right, so let's get right into these web-based ed tech tools. And, and most of them have the iPhone, Android functionality as well. I'm really excited about these because we've never talked about them before. In fact, most of them, I don't even know if you heard of prior to today's uh, going over the show notes. Yeah, I definitely haven't. Uh, as I was looking through the list that uh, you put most of these together yourself, shocking because I didn't. None of, even, none of them even sounded like remotely familiar. So I'm sure some of our listeners have heard some of these, but I hope that that translates to that these are new for you guys that are tuning into this episode as well. So we broke these into different categories. Collaboration is going to be our first category. I'm going to get right into it with my first one. Nick and I are both big screencast guys. We love Screencast-O-Matic. This, this first one falls into that category of Screencast-O-Matic, Loom, Screencastify, those, those types of things. It's called Bubbles, and the website is usebubbles.com. I don't want you to think of the you know blowing 
on a wand with a soap on it and, you know, little kids' bubbles going everywhere. I want you to think bubbles is in text boxes. So the whole idea behind bubbles, it's a platform, it's also an extension, is that you would capture a video, which is your screencast. So you might have a project that you and three other people are working on. Say it's a diagram of some sort, all right, or something that you're all working on that you, you need to get right. Maybe it's a branding thing, who knows? But what you do is you do a screencast and you send that screencast to whoever you're working on. They watch the screencast and then they could add their own videos using the background that you just used and they can make comments on your video. So if I sent a bubble to Nick showing him the show notes from today's episode, he can pinpoint a part of the show notes that he wants to talk about. And when he does that, he can either text, type in his comment, or he could create his own video to be linked in there. And uh, basically, it's just this back and forth of giving feedback. This is great. I think the more the more screencasting tools that are out there, the more excited I get about them. So we've always said that we're uh, screencast-o-matic fans. I like it for the editing tools. Uh, Screencastify is great for easily sharing out the videos you create in like literally two clicks. So it's awesome for that. And, and now we've got Bubbles that does something different really well, and that's this commenting feature. So I'm excited to give it a try. I, I love all screencasting tools and this one just sort of opens up a different avenue. It also kind of makes me wonder when there's, somebody's going to come out with sort of like the Mac daddy of all screencasting tools and, and lump all of these things together. But until that happens, at least we've got some different options and Bubbles sounds like a, a really good one. So I'm glad to be able to share that today. I got one that's called Savvy Cal, which is especially now in this sort of, you know, working from home world where so many people are still in trying to schedule meetings, trying to set up times with people. It's a, it's a challenge for us in the education world because we have to work around our class schedules um, and even people that are, you know, in, in business and doing other things. Uh, it's tough for them too, maybe even harder because their schedules aren't so rigid as ours where we're always teaching in the same at a certain time. So like scheduling stuff is a huge challenge. So if anybody knows uh, another tool called Calendly, Calendly is very very similar to the one I'm about to share uh, called Savvy Cal. It's just really like a super easy, super professional way to basically share your schedule with people and, and then to sort of work out times where everybody's free so you can get together. Uh, so if you think about, you know, when you schedule a meeting, you s usually send some kind of a link, right? Well, with Savvy Cal, you can personalize that, make it look really nice, give yourself the, the best impression possible. Uh, one of my favorite things is that when you send your calendar to someone else, it kind of overlays both calendars together. So you can see uh, those times where both of you are free. And for me, that's huge because I hate picking through somebody else's calendar, trying to figure out when they're free, when I'm free. It's a nightmare. But with Savvy Cal, it makes it a whole lot, uh, whole lot easier. And it lets you see multiple meeting durations and times when you're doing this. So you can get a really good sense of what everybody has available. Uh, some of the other features like proposing uh, time to remove the ambiguity of selecting a time and make scheduling a one-click experience. You want to make it as easy as possible, right? So just that one click and everybody's scheduled based on these proposed times that Savvy Cal does for you. The list goes on. The Savvy Cal just looks like an amazing thing. I haven't sort of incorporated this into my, my own scheduling yet because um, it is so new to me, but after checking it out today, it's certainly something I'm going to take a look at. Yeah, I really like Savvy Cal because of the, the ease uh, it's so simplistic and it, it's so easy to use and it has that personalized 
structure to it. We must say that it is uh, something that you would have to pay for. But for someone that works with people that they don't always know all the time, I think this is a great investment. For example, for us with podcasts, uh, getting uh, guests on the show, we don't know everybody every single time. We uh, we try to get people that we know and we're familiar with their work. But sometimes there are people that are recommended that we don't know as well. And you do want to give that impression, uh, that first impression, and you do want to make it personalized. Another thing that I really like about Savvy Cal that, you know, Calendly didn't really, I didn't find this. If someone knows if if this is uh, something that's available in Calendly, let me know. But I put out a bunch of times that I can meet to uh, interview people because I, I needed to do some interviews. And I don't really want to have more than two or three in that day, especially over break when, you know, it's typically time off for us to get rejuvenated, refreshed. I sent out a Calendly uh, link and I had five people all sign up on the same day. So with uh, Savvy Cal, it looks like once you reach a quota, you could set a quota for a day. And once you reach that, it will automatically block off the other scheduled times. And I think that is just an added benefit. It really makes this a one-stop shop calendar invite platform. So let's let's go into our next one. And our next one is called Supernotes. Uh, this is a web-based app at supernotes.app. Supernotes is the home for ideas, uh, records, tasks, and lists, uh, and enjoys efficient note-taking without hassle. So in this, um, they have something called a card. Think of a note card. And you have up to 1,200 characters. You could add images, equations, math codes, um, URLs, whatever you want, and it's all on these things called cards. You can share these cards with other people. They can collaborate with you. Uh, as you bring other people into the platform, you're given additional cards for free. I think you start with 40 cards, uh, which is the the limit. And it don't people could share cards with you, and it doesn't count towards your card unless you contribute to that note card. You could view it, but it, until you contribute, it doesn't uh, go towards your your limit. So there there are ways of keeping this uh, this tool for free. Okay, so that's an awesome awesome tool. I it kind of reminds me sort of of uh, Turbo Note, something we talked about. I think it was November or December sometime. But really really awesome. The idea of sort of collaborative note taking is is really attractive to me as a teacher, and especially since I've been doing a lot of stuff. Having my students watch videos and there's you're so separated when you do that. Any of these collaborative note taking tools, it just sounds like it would be really awesome. So I'm going to be checking that out too. Something else to sort of wrap up the team collaboration uh, section we put together is yes, just another uh, mind mapping tool. But this is my favorite one, and I hope I haven't said that before about any other mind mapping tools. But this, if I have, this time I really mean it because this one's great. It's called GitMind. Uh, this is sort of deviates in, from our other selection today. It's not an app, uh, but it is a web-based tool. And I love it, one, because it's 100% free. And it, it does just what it sounds like. It's it's a mind mapping tool. So flow charts, um, anything sort of in that realm, uh, whether you call them mind maps or flow charts or organization charts, Another common term, which I think is a different thing, a UML diagram, uh, swim lanes. A swim lane is a cool kind of chart where you can imagine lanes like a swimmer goes down a lane and it's sort of like a workflow 
that happens within each lane, but lines connect between lanes. So you can see how to move from one workflow uh, place to another. Um, and, and the list goes on of the different types of things that you can make on GitMine. So it's the, I guess the, the quantity of different types of charts is what makes me so excited about this. And a lot of them are tailored to education. As far as collaboration goes, saving and syncing across different devices uh, is great. So you can open up GitMind on your phone or your tablet or your computer and all your stuff is there and you can edit it from any of those, you know, any of those um, different devices. They've got free templates. I love templates. I live off templates now because I don't have time to make all my own stuff. So give, give me those templates so I can get it done. I can get it done quick and it can look great when I'm finished. And then, of course, the, the collaboration aspect is awesome because multiple um, people can, you know, sort of export these things back and forth. It, it has, and this is, I cannot emphasize this enough, real-time online collaboration that's so unique to, to get that in any of these sort of online tools. And I think that's really what separates the, the tools that we will keep using and the ones we don't. Uh, being able to edit stuff with somebody else simultaneously while logged into that web-based platform. So I... Definitely want to push GitMind out there for people looking for mind mapping tools. Yeah, that's next level right there. I will say that Nick does love his templates and I love using Nick's templates, but I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a day where Nick starts making template for <laughs> templates. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't know why, and this is kind of just an added bonus, but this one, when you were saying simultaneous collaboration, this is something we haven't mentioned. It is relatively new for a, a product that we always talk about. I'll just throw it out there. We video just up their game again, allowing uh, students to put to work in collaborative groups. They always had that, but now they're able to work on the same project at the same time, which I think is just absolutely next level. I wanted to throw that out there because that is really cool. We should almost do, just as you were saying that, we should do an episode where it's just, it's all we feature is only real-time online collaboration tools. No theme other than that. I think that would attract, uh, get some people interested who are who want that for their classes. It would be a good episode for them. Let's, let's mark that one down for the future. Yeah, we should definitely mark it down, but there it is. If you have something that, that you use that allows for real-time collaboration, send it in to us. Reach out on Twitter at Guys Got Tech that at Nick got teched or at we got teched for the the episode or the podcast uh, Twitter. Uh, let's get into our next category, which is creativity. And this is one of our favorite categories. I mean, we are all about creativity and we're all about empowering our students to be creative and produce content. And uh, that might be a little teaser into something that we're going to get into probably next month. Uh, on Got Teched and in our school district. But the first one is called Vectors, V-E-K-T-O-R-S. And it's at vectors.pro. So www.vectors.pro. And vector images or vector files are images that when you shrink them and, and enlarge them, they don't really lose their quality. Right? In this case, most of the images are are cartoon drawings or or sketches and things like that that you would typically find in presentations like a PowerPoint presentation or Google Slides presentation or on some type of graphics that you want to make. But these are very, very awesome files. And uh, with Vectors, uh, you can find awesome free illustration packs for all your projects. So a pack is just a group of collected images 
which are all related. All right, this is absolutely free. And trust me when I say this, these are awesome images for your presentations. So go over to vectors.pro and check out uh, some of the awesome illustration packs that you could use. Yeah, this is really great. I I did a presentation a couple years ago at a faculty meeting. I forget what it was for. Nobody really cared about my presentation, but I did get multiple people afterwards came up to me and said, man, how do you make, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here. Um, how do you make your slides look so good? It looks so nice and professional. Uh, one of the keys is using vector graphics um, because one, you don't have, like when you drop a picture into your presentation and it has that square around it, say you're trying to shot a picture of a balloon, let's just say, it looks really great if it's just the balloon. There's no background. You want that translucent background. So you don't want the balloon with, with a whole bunch of, I don't know, like somebody's bedroom. It's just distracting. It doesn't look good. And it's sort of like a little detail that some people don't think about when adding images to a presentation is is keeping that quality high, translucent background. And with the vector graphic, you can make it as big as you want and it doesn't lose quality. It's something, another mistake people make with presentations is dropping in a teeny tiny little photo and then expanding it to take up a larger space. But of course it gets all fuzzy and it looks bad. So with a, with a resource like this, it's just super awesome. And that's kind of a segue to the next one I want to talk about uh, called Slazer. I hope, I hope it's not Slazer. Do you know the right way to say that one? Nah, I, I'm I'm pretty happy with both. <laughs> I'm gonna go Slazer then. Uh, it's Slazer.com. This we've talked before about something like it. Uh, Remove.bg is the is the comparison I think here, where you upload a photo and it automatically takes out whatever the background is, and it gives you that real nice, neat, clean, translucent background. Uh, Slazer does that. It just does that in uh, for me some more exciting ways. One of them being you it's. It's an app. You can do this from your desktop or you can use it on your phone via their phone app. Uh, but that's its thing. So it does one one thing and it does it very, very well. Uh, but this time just in multiple platforms. So I can now do this on my phone if I wanted to. I've noticed I end up doing a lot more stuff on my phone now with a an infant at home because I'm just sitting there trying to get her to go to sleep. And I've got my phone and I'm trying to do as much work as I possibly can can't have the computer with me. So this is going to be great. It also integrates with like a ton of other tools. So they've got a desktop app for your computer. Um, they have a, a Figma plugin. If anybody uses Figma, I'm not going to get into it now, but it works with that. They've got the phone app. There's a Photoshop plugin. So it works via Photoshop, a Shopify plugin. So if you're someone who posts things and sells stuff online, you can post your product images super professionally because they won't see any background with it. So you can take that picture, uh, you know, on your bed or anywhere you want. It doesn't matter anywhere in your house and it gets rid of all that background and makes it look super, super neat. Uh, the kicker is that this is all free. So man, Slazer just sounds like a real winner and it's, it's the, the quality is fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I'm all about the, uh, Removing the background, especially if you want to make a very professional image for yourself for a website. If you have a if you have a picture that you really like your your smile, your outfit, or whatever in that one, just use it on on Slazer and remove the background. Put a solid background there, and there you go. You got something for your web page uh, that looks professional. Uh, let's get into the next one, which is uh, in video. .io, nvideo.io. Uh, this is free, but it does have a watermark. I almost think of WeVideo and their free version 
it's kind of the same, but the whole gist behind in video is that you take a template, you customize it, and then you are able to export it um, or download it to YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, things like that. And one of the things that I really enjoy is trying to help students push into the social media space for their content. All right. So teaching them how to do that in a safe way. And I think giving them the opportunity to maybe we're just making content for our class. I, I give them something for AP bio. Uh, they're making a diagram. Maybe it's just a study chart that they're going to push out and help other people in AP bio study from it like everyone else in their class. So maybe they use in video. They take uh, an Oregon system. They label it. They make it look nice in, in video. They customize text. They can make some animations. They can make the picture move a little bit. And then they export it, download it. If they can download it, they can put it on a Google site. We share it out to everyone else in the class and everyone gets to study from a cool looking image. And that's, that's helping them buy into the process. And it's helping them be proud of something that they made. Yeah, it will have a watermark on it, but that's not the end of the world. They still get the experience of creation while making a study aid that they could use in their class. Yeah, InVideo looks really great. And I'm pretty sure I saw earlier that InVideo also does a, sort of like an automatic text to video feature. I'm not sure if you just mentioned that, uh, but just automatically turning text into a pretty nice looking uh, video without much effort would be really, really cool for your students also. So the next couple of things we're going to talk about sort of ties back to something Geis mentioned at the top of the show. Um, these This idea of like helping your helping yourself through the year and doing something on a, on a daily basis, sort of keeping to that task. Uh, one thing I found that could be pretty cool that I think has a, a unique educational tie-in is it's an app called um, a photo a day. Uh, with this app, you take a photo every single day and the app automatically catalogs those and kind of spits them back out to you in a calendar format. And it's like, the idea is like when you do have a big life change, so, so you have a kid or you buy a house, you take a photograph of that change or, or you in that space or doing that thing every day. And then at the end of the year or at the end of whenever you stop, it sort of automatically puts all those together for you. One, I just think that's kind of a cool thing too. How about the edu education time with this where you could actually have students do that, have like a photo a day challenge, but related to your content. So for me, you know, every, every day for a month, I want you guys to take a photograph of something that you see in your lives that relates back to chemistry in some way. And they can do that through an app like this and automatically puts it together for them. And then at the end, you can share that out with the class and turn it into something else. So wherever you want to take that would be up to you. Uh, but I like the idea of this, and I think it fits well with sort of our, uh, our New Year episode here. Yeah, I, I, I love that concept. There's another uh, app that kind of takes your progress and turns it into a more data form. So, if, for example, in the push-up challenge, I'm challenging myself to do, on average, 28 push-ups per day. So there's a an app called everyday.app. It's everyday. Um, you can find them on Twitter at everydaycheck. And basically you go on there, you log your habit that you want to do every day. And it's gonna, it can send you reminders to your phone or wherever you want to get reminders to, email, whatever. And as you mark it done, it's going to log that data and it's going to stay with you throughout the year. So you could see if you did it every year. And uh, sometimes we just need some visualization. I mean, think of the 
uh, coffee place that you go to and in the olden days they used to stamp your card and you got a free coffee well you buying 12 coffees is really you know you get a free coffee after that but you should after buying you know probably marked up coffee a cup of coffee for that free one well this is kind of the same thing you don't want to break that streak it's a visual representation of that so check out the everyday app now i want to throw a bonus one in here and i know i'm like bonusing tech tools and things out there but uh this year, we wanted to get really creative with some of our Christmas gifts. Um, my wife and I, we always used to do experiences over stuff. So we would buy each other like a trip to the Pocono or a weekend in the Poconos. That would be our gift. Or, you know, she got me uh, a, a gift one year. It was going to a polo match. Now, that's the polo where where guys are on horses and gals are on horses. I, I don't know. I couldn't really tell with the hats on, but anyway, <laughs> people were people were on horses and they were playing. And at halftime, we got to go out and patch all the divots. So it was just a cool thing. I mean, I never got to see that before, but she got me it, and you know, it, it was a cool idea and an awesome idea. So we're big into those. So I just want to share this one with you. It's called Story Worth. S T O R Y W O R T H. And um, we got this for my dad, you know, and her, her mother, her father, and some other people in our lives that are very important. And what it does is every week for each week out of the year, um, it sends some type of a question to them where they can type in a story and also add an image um, to that. And after the year, it collects them all up and it prints out a book that you can have at the end of it. It's it's super awesome. My, For example, my dad, he's one of the most influential people in my life, but I know very little about him. <laughs> he, he is a vault. That guy does not talk about himself at all. Anything that I know about him from his childhood and things like that came from my grandfather or from his friends that I meet along the way. So he, he is a locked vault, but I, I got him to do this and I'm learning stuff every every week. When I say I'm going to, I should say I'm going to learn stuff about him every week because I'm not going to read them until at the end of the year uh, when it's compiled as a book. And then that's gonna give me something to look forward to. Uh, you know, later on, and it will stay with me. So StoryWorth is an awesome one here. Yeah, wow, that's super cool. I'm going to uh, check that out myself. So those make up, we call that productivity, uh, just because of the how easy those tools make it to sort of combine, you know, these, these photos or your daily tracker, whatever it is, it does all the work for you. Um, but of course, there's lots of different directions you could take those two tools um, or three tools. And then our, our last section is sort of a, a, a change for us. This is not a topic we usually specifically catered to but it, it happened today it happened in this episode we're calling it distance gaming um the first one i'll introduce and i hope i hit all the right points guys is going to fill in anything i don't it's called reason uh we talk or have talked a lot about uh room escapes or escape the rooms on the podcast it's one of sort, sort of like one of our things running them in your class creating digital ones that the students can do um and we've in doing that there's there's lots of things out there uh, lots of room escapes out there and virtual room escapes that you can just go do right now and pay for that someone else has put together for you. Um, and this tool called Reason is is just another one of those. Uh, so these are really professionally made, very high quality virtual room escapes 
Uh, some of the best that we've seen, I was just sort of scrolling through some of the images. They look fantastic. Uh, this is a pay service, so it's 30 bucks per person, um, and you can get a game that can accommodate up to a group of 10. Uh, you know, as in the teaching world, this is, for me, just a really great kind of a team-building experience, super fun. This is not the kind of thing where you're creating your own, of course, that you can sort of gear towards your content, uh, but sometimes that's even better. Sometimes it's just about the experience, getting people to know each other. Uh, or, may, or maybe this is just something you do in your personal life for fun. So uh, so these these reason escape the rooms look really, really super cool. Did I did I do it? Uh, did I cover everything there? Um, I'm going to add a couple things. Yeah. Uh, one one of the things behind this is that, you know, teachers need to find ways to connect with people outside of school, just like everyone else does. But the one reason why we kind of put this one in the next one on there is because you know, there are only a certain number of drive-by birthday parties you could do to, to fit a need. Um, we're now trying to find other experiences that kind of gets us the ability to hang out with other people. And it could be other teachers. I mean, think of some of the team building stuff that we typically do at the beginning of the year as a staff. All right. You can have a hundred people on these and they'll just break you into different groups of 10. But the whole thing with this one with reason is if you go to escape room, this is actually ran by one of those that used to be just like in person, but now they had to find a way to make it work. So now it's online and you'll have an operator on the other side. So when you schedule a time, you're really scheduling a time to be with someone that you're going to basically tell what to do. And they're going to have to go through and, you're going to tell that person how to figure out clues and solve puzzles. So you have a human avatar almost in this experience, and you're all doing this through Zoom. So just think about that a little bit. I mean, another thing that my wife just planned for her staff was uh, they're going to have a paint party. So usually you you go somewhere and you you get a canvas, you paint, you drink wine, and and that's what you do. But since they can't be in person, what they're doing is they're sending all the equipment, all the art supplies to her staff, and they're going to do it over a Zoom call. All right. So it's another way to bring people together. Just like the next uh, program here, next uh, tool, which is called Flinkit, F-L-I-N-K-I-T. And that's at Flinkit.io. This is the same thing. Um, it gives you a whole bunch of you're in a Zoom call and you get a whole bunch of challenges. So if you have 100 people, you could do this. They break you up into teams. And as a team, you try to overcome these challenges. The, the team that gets the most points, you know, wins. All right? And it's a lot of escape the room like challenges. Some of them are working through puzzles. Some of them are um, doing some type of a challenge. Uh, so Flinkit is another one that gives you this distant gaming experience that can help bring a staff together. So I'm really talking to administrators out there that are able to do these types of experiences. So I'm going to actually just read, this is one of the game descriptions from Flinkit, just to let people know how cool this thing actually sounds. This one uh, is two hours long. It, they have difficulty ratings, four and a half out of five. It's called Mission Planet Earth. It says a massive asteroid is hurtling towards Earth at 25,000 miles per hour. Impact seems inevitable and threatens our planet. 
With complete annihilation, one of the heads of NASA sees a single shot for avoiding disaster, destroying the menacing celestial body while it's still in space. However, the complexity of the situation is quickly exacerbated when a briefcase containing the launch codes for the nuclear missiles gets stolen. The president puts his faith and his finest agents, i.e. your team, to retrieve the briefcase, thus preventing a global catastrophe. So how cool does that sound as part of that beginning of the year team building stuff? And honestly, I don't want to, this is going to sound like a stretch to sort of tie it in with teaching. It's completely not because I literally do this all the time. I would take even just that first paragraph. Ideally, I would like to participate in this thing. I'm pulling that into different challenges I use in my classroom too because these these things, these fake scenarios whether you turn it into a whole breakout room game yourself or not, uh, it just gets the kids so excited. So anything that I can participate in like this to get my own creative juices flowing, I'm going to do it. So this this just sounds really, really cool. Yeah, it's it's really just the power of narrative. Uh, right. that's, that's all it is right there is uh, a narrative. Uh, for those of you that might be watching on YouTube right now, uh, my next one I'm going to actually switch my my camera over to my next one. It's called Lumi Live, and we included the download link there. Uh, it's a computer and phone app. So if you're doing a Zoom or in this case, we're, we're using StreamYard. If, if you're doing that, you can make an avatar of yourself and it will actually speak when you're speaking. So instead of using myself in my next lesson, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw this up there. But it, it works. Uh, you have to download the phone app uh, in order to get the avatar because you have to take a selfie. But then if you're doing all your Zooms and things like that on a, a laptop or a desktop, then you simply just dial and load the, the client and then it will start working for you. So, Nick, you could see me right now, right? Yeah, it's if you're just listening to the podcast version, it's, uh, you know, we're in a tool called StreamYard where it's basically Zoom. You can see our two you know, two videos side by side, like in Zoom or Google Meet or something else. But uh, Geis has turned into a, a 3D virtual avatar of himself. Um, the coolest part is that responds in real time. So in a second, when he starts talking again, I don't see him. I see his cartoon avatar going to town. It's really, really cool. Yeah. So once again, this is called Lumi Live. It's super easy to download and to implement into your streaming calls, whether it's Zoom, Google Meet. Uh, basically, it just takes over your camera and it, it does a filter over top of your camera. So the camera is just picking up my mouth moving uh, and it's Actually, when I blink, it blinks, which is kind of creepy and kind of cool at the same time. But uh, it, it is a neat tool. And I think it's just a way to maybe gamify your classroom a little bit or, or make it a little bit more exciting. Or at the very least, uh, kind of freak out your kids. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm suddenly going to in Zoom turn into my avatar and, and see what they say. So if nothing else, just a fun experience to brighten up your virtual classroom. Another cool thing about Lumi Live is you can, it will allow you to change your background. So if if you want to be on Mars with your guy, you can you can be on Mars with your guy. So you have your avatar there, and there's some preset backgrounds that you can use. So I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode. We want to say thank you for checking us out. Uh, thanks to all the listeners for coming back and listening for more. You can find us on Twitter at We Got Tech. I'm at Geist Got Tech. Nick is at Nick Got Tech. Uh, you can find our YouTube channel. Just uh, go to YouTube, type in Got Tech the podcast, and it will pop up. Follow us on any of the uh, major podcast players. Leave us a review if you want. But most importantly, 
share us with some of your friends, some of your colleagues. Uh, the best way for us to uh, receive any type of compliment, it's just by having you share our content with other people that you think that would get something out of it. So until next time, have a great new year. Happy new year. Stay healthy. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Got Tech, the podcast. Remember to subscribe to our show and follow us at We Got Tech on Twitter so you can stay up to date with the latest episode releases, blog posts, product reviews, and PD announcements. You can also follow Geist and I individually at Geist Got Tech and at Nick Got Tech on Twitter or on Instagram at Nick Got Tech. Finally, remember to check out our website, gottech.com, where we post all our episodes, articles, and resources available to you for free. Until next time.